After over 25 years of marriage, we've learned that successful couples have great friendships, put each other first, and focus on light just as much as love. We believe marriage should be fun and easy. Our goal is to share our journey with the hopes of helping others build strong, happy relationships. Join us as we continue to create our lives beyond I do. We are not marriage counselors, nor are we mental health professionals. We are simply sharing what has worked in our marriage. Now, on to the show. Hey y'all, I'm Byron. And I'm Margaret. And we'd like to welcome you back to the Beyond I Do podcast. On this episode, we'll be sharing with you our experience as being guest on another podcast. It was our first experience uh, being guest and the podcast itself was very eye-opening. So we wanted to share that experience with you and also some of the things that we have learned along the way. All right. So, what was the name of the podcast that we were on? So, the name of the podcast is the Encore Podcast, and the host is Miss Sherry Doherty. Yes. She is from Canada, so we are internationally known. That's right. We got some <laughs> Canadian friends. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the premise of the podcast is um, she, she really... Her original thinking was uh, guests over the age of 50 mm-hmm. who are making like major pivots or turns. And it's called the encore because, you know, when you go to a concert, the artist comes out, they perform, and then they act like it's over, but they come out for the encore. And that's mm-hmm. usually, you know, the best songs, most popular songs. And so right. she, uh, she calls the, uh, makes reference to the encore season. Mm-hmm. And so um, we thought that was a, a really neat premise for the, the podcast. We listened to a couple of episodes um, before we met with her initially. Yeah. And um, we met her, listened to some more of the podcast, and mm-hmm. we've just been amazed with um, some of the, the guests that she's had. Yes. And hearing a lot of what they were experiencing and some of the things we were experiencing it was definitely um, the right time and place uh, for this experience so we wanted to share that with you all yep so the episode that we are on on the Encore podcast is episode 47 and you can find that on her YouTube and her uh, podcast channel streaming on all platforms. Yeah, Apple, Spotify, Apple, Spotify. Um, yeah. Anywhere where you listen to uh, listen to podcasts, and um, and then YouTube. She yeah, has the, yeah, yeah. She puts them on YouTube as well. And we'll also be sharing um, links to our episode, but also to her um, podcast. You know, when we listened to it initially, we were thinking, you know, for people our age who are approaching middle age and things, mm-hmm. but then um, she she actually, we have the episodes that we've done with our kids because 
it's interesting to us the difference between generations. Yes. And she actually has some uh, episodes with her daughter. They do a series mm-hmm. of um, the Gen X and Gen Z differences. Yeah. And yeah. so to hear that and to know that, you know, it's not just us, that was a good thing. Yeah, that was um, interesting. But she also, she has an episode with her son who does the producing for mm-hmm. the podcast. And she said, you know, she asked him, I wanted to know, since you listen to every single episode, how does it feel being in your 20s and hearing some of the experiences of these individuals who are in their 50s and 60s mm-hmm. and and the overwhelming, um, you know, idea of there's all there's still time. Yeah. And yeah. so that was an, an interesting take as well. Yeah. Well, what were some of the episodes that stuck out with you? Um, the one thing that um, that I found interesting, because we always hear about uh, things in uh, other countries and how things are, but some of the uh, guests were, you know, speaking of, you know, having that fear of, of launching out on something different. Many of them were, you know, forced to do things different after the pandemic. Um, and some before, some of them were forced out of jobs for different reasons. Um, but the, the, the thing that stuck out to me is, you know, they were talking about, you know, venturing out on their own in business and not having, you know, having a plan for health care and mental care and things like that. And uh, I, thought, I thought that was interesting because I always heard, you know, uh, healthcare was free there, or they had universal healthcare, and you know, which I'm sure is probably like oh, the, is, they have the jobs, structure they have is different, right? It's like, you know, the structure of, is still different, yeah, yeah still than, different. than what we have, and it's still more like readily available. The daughter said something about not having dental, right? You know, she had universal healthcare, they right? Didn't have universal dental, and I, you know, that's something that I never even thought about. Like, wow, you know. But uh, she was talking about how excited she was. She's getting ready to marry a gentleman who was in the military, and he had uh, dental benefits. Um, several of the guests just amazed me just hearing their backgrounds. Because she starts out like uh, getting the guests to share what information they would like to from you know growing up, how they grew up, where they grew up. Uh, many of them talk about you know the challenges in life growing up, and you know single-parent homes or uh, a lot of the women had faced uh, sexual abuse, uh, physical abuse. Um, some of them struggled with drugs in their earlier years of their lives. And, you know, just seeing the other side of, you know, that kid that eventually straightened his life up at some point in time and, um, you know, just kind of... Um, so that was, that was definitely interesting to me. One of the, so, and then, because I think we've been talking about it, we've been excited about it, so Mm -hmm. just to back up a little bit and explain a little more of, like I said, this was the right time for us and our experiences. So we've we've always felt like we're at an age where we're too old for for this thing, but too young for this thing. And so I think age-wise, we are finally at a stage where, you know, it feels that way. It feels like some things mm-hmm. we're too old for, some things we're too young for. And when it comes to 
just things that you want out of life and you want to pivot um, into new experiences. Yeah. For me, one of the struggles is, you know, we're too old now or I'm too old or I wish that I could have done this or yeah. I should have done mm-hmm. this this way. And yeah. so the the premise of her podcast is these people who are at midlife and they are making these pivots and changes. And like you said, some of them were forced into those things Mm -hmm. because of the pandemic, but some of them, it was that drive and that motivation um, to to accomplish whatever it is that wouldn't die down and they finally had to give into it. And so for me, that was a big one for me because the idea of time Mm -hmm. and should have, could have, would have. That thing, that has been something that I've struggled with. Right, right. And yeah. so to hear individuals who are older than me, who are going back to school and mm-hmm. and learning new trades. There's one woman, um, 53 years old, who went through boot camp and joined the military. Yeah. Um, and she she said in uh, three years, I believe, she's she's gone back to school for mm-hmm. officer training. And she said in three years at 56, she'll have to go through uh, a second round of boot camp because she'll be going to officer school. I thought that was interesting. So those types of things for me to hear those stories because I do struggle with, I wish that I had done this, I wish that, Mm -hmm. you know, I had done that. And so it it just takes me to uh, the thought of, you know, when you hear people say, it's never too late, you know, to do whatever you want to do. Right. But to hear people, for whatever reason, said, you know, they woke up in the middle of their life and said, you know what, I want to make a change. And I know some of us may be struggling with what we're doing. We may be doing something we're not happy doing. Right. Or, or maybe or doing not, something that, you know, it's not fulfilling to us. Exactly. And, you, you get know, we're to in our of, um, mid to late 40s now, and it's like, well... Hey, you know, it might not be a bad thing to make a change. Or right. Make plans to make a change. I think too the um for me my um my motivation has changed a lot mm-hmm. and the things that I value that has changed a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I've always understood the importance of time mm-hmm. but as we've gotten older, um like time that's the most important thing is that the ability to control my time yeah and so a lot of the material desires and things like that Mm. you know i've shifted a lot when it comes to some of those things because all in all i want control of of my time i want that freedom of time it's, it's definitely interesting thinking about it you know the the earlier years uh we we chased all the things that people were supposed to, we were told we were supposed to strive for, you know, home ownership, and we, we've had the houses, we've had the cars, we've had all these different things, the kids who were blessed to do what they want to do, and, you know, but I, when I think back on some of that stuff that we had, it's like, was that really necessary? You right, and then it, like, was it worth it? Was it worth to it? was was it worth the cost of it? Right, because, right, right. You know, with the hours that <laughs> right, the hours that you've had to work. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, I've gone back to school a couple mm-hmm. of times, 
So, you know, we've missed out on things because of those commitments to so that we can financially be in a certain space. But at the same time, you know, are those Mm. things going to um, feed into our lives like some of the experiences? Right, right. You know? Yeah, it kind of made me think about like, uh, you know, doing the shift work that I do. And the the times throughout the years when I had to work so I wasn't able to make a basketball game or a football game or make a family gathering Mm -hmm. because I was scheduled to work because we were on this uh, uh, journey to build and have things. And, 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 you know, it makes you think about like, okay, well, those things that we accomplished, you know, was it worth that time? Right. So thinking about having that time is more valuable. Thinking about being there to cheer my child on is more valuable than, I don't know, having the big house or having this car that I wanted that, you know, it's like anything else material. You know, you get something and it's, you know, it's good when it's new. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. After a while, it's, you know, it's, just, it's a car, it's a house, it's a whatever, you know. I think, though, that we've almost been put in the position to examine those choices so that we have more understanding of the value of that time and things like that so i think i think so too we also like with your work schedule i think for us that has helped us um understand that we don't have to put the value in one specific day. Right. We don't have to right. on yes. Valentine's Day wait yes. to show love because you know if you worked on Valentine's Day, we went out the day before, yeah. the day after. Yeah. That's so in the same thing with Christmas and Thanksgiving, right? We adjusted right the holidays. So in that you know, aspect like that. of it, it's like we have learned that you know we can value each other and, and mm-hmm. spending time to, with each other and family on any day and it yeah. doesn't have to be a specific day so it, I think there was good and bad that came out of it but definitely now there's been a shift to where mm-hmm. I'm like okay I'm not concerned about having this thing and that thing if it means that yeah. I don't have the time and energy to even enjoy it. Yep, exactly. Um, and, that's, and that's where the freedom of change comes in. And with all the guests on this podcast that I, well, I think I've heard all of them, <laughs> even up to us so far. Yeah, you've, you've I've, I'm <laughs> not caught up, but you did. You binged all of them. <laughs> but, you know, it's interesting, you know, you're hearing these stories of these people I think the average guest, other than her children, had been between 42 to 70. Mm-hmm. And uh, just interesting that, you know, some of these people that started businesses at 55 or right. starting a, a new job or right. new company at 60, uh, some of them have, you know, done these remarkable things mm-hmm. in the middle of their life when people should be sitting, selling down, thinking about retirement. When when we have been told, oh, yeah, that's what yeah, we we've should been told. Be doing. Yeah, exactly. And that was that was one of the the things that stuck out to me is uh, one of the guests said you have to let go of shoulda. Yep. Because yep. like I said, that is something that I struggle with. Mm-hmm. I struggle with shoulda, coulda, yep. woulda. 
I struggle with, you know, thinking back and, oh, if I had just done this or yeah. just done that. Or, or having, to, having to do something at this age or right. this time I should have done this or right. I should have done that by right. this time. And it's like, you know, you have, you learned that, you know, that's just life. It's, it's, everybody's life is different. Right. And you lose sight of what you have. Exactly. When you start to focus on things like exactly. that. So. Focus on what you don't have. You lose sight on what you already have. Right. Right. And so that was, like I said, it was just so timely to, to be yes. able to have that experience. And to, I, I needed to hear those, um, I needed to hear those stories and oh, yeah. to hear those, uh, the, you know, real people who are going through these things. Mm-hmm. Um, as we move forward, you have, and you discussed this on, on uh, her show, you have your goal of retirement at 55. Yeah, yeah. And so as we, you know, put ourselves in the position to move forward towards that goal, mm-hmm. you know, it's scary because we yeah. have not... Um, We've not done things in a manner that um, we quote unquote should have in terms of right. um, our finances and preparing for that mm-hmm. that goal. Because I think, you know, for years, fifty five seemed like it was a lifetime it's away. A long time, yeah, exactly. And so here mm-hmm. we are now, yep. knocking at fifty five's door. Yep. yep. And and it's cool. like okay, we don't have that time anymore. I think that the shift has helped because my priorities are different. Yeah, your priorities yeah, yeah. are different, and and, and the and goal is to spend time together. To, and it's looking at things to make an adjustment instead of saying, "Okay, this is what we're going to do now," in order to when that time comes, it's preparing ourselves. It's it's educating ourselves mm-hmm. is going st- starting this podcast has helped us tremendously as far as our relationship and, and learning things about each other that right you know for whatever reason we didn't share or you know were you know reluctant to share with each right. other we've learned so much about each other and you know just that in itself has helped us grow closer and so I'm appreciative of that and then, you know, when we started talking about our next venture, you know, starting help to help other people gain the the access of the happiness and joy that you have, mm-hmm. that's exciting to me. Right. Know, to to look forward to that, you know. And and, and I, like I said, I wanted my goal was to be in a position to retire, but I, what is retirement? <laughs> What is retirement? Because I think the work will always need to be done. Right. When it comes to helping others retirement, achieve their goals. Retirement in terms of, yes, in terms uh, of working for someone else. job and right. in. Yeah, yeah right. definitely. Um, in ter- so so the, the goal has been, by the time you're 55, yeah. to, to be self-employed and self-sufficient. Yeah. Self-sufficient, exactly. And so... Um, to hear others who have gone through those types of shifts mm-hmm. at this point in their lives was really that was wonderful. Yep. Um, Definitely. So, we it was an experience. It was a wonderful experience, 
it was motivating and I really think that um, I would say of definitely individuals who are close in age with us yes um, but also anyone could benefit from hearing those stories because you know with our kids um, a lot of times they get stuck in this is the way it's supposed to be or yep. Yep. if I make a commitment to do this then that's what I'm going to have to do for the rest of my life Right, right. and we have told them over and over it doesn't work that way you don't have to stick to one thing Exactly. Um, but if they could hear that from other individuals who have lived it that would make a big difference so yes. definitely anybody could benefit yes. from hearing um, from uh, her guests children in their 20s uh, trying to figure life out or, or, or thinking about what they want to do heck even in their teens um, share this podcast with them because uh, it is eye opening mm-hmm. to, to hear people who are in the middle of their life making changes and you know yeah you might have thought at 20 you wanted to be this Right. But who's to say that you're going to do that for the entirety of your life? Right. You know, that makes me think about, I was listening to, uh, I, was, I was just going through social media, and the lady, uh, Pinky Cole, who owns a slutty vegan, she was talking about how when she got fired from her job, mm-hmm. she thought that was the end of her world. Right. And now she's a multi-millionaire. Right, <laughs> you know, right. her business. So, you know, sometimes that firing is a good thing. Right. You know, that layoff is a good thing. Right. And I, I think that's where the ep- the idea for the show yeah. came from. Yeah. Her first episode, she talks about being yeah. in this uh, corporate setting. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, all of a sudden, you're let go. Yeah. And I think she said she had been there 30 years. Yep. yep so to did. be in that position for 30 years, and that's what you know, and then all of a sudden it's gone, mm-hmm. yep. um, that that can create some yeah. some yeah. anxiety and whatnot. So we just, we really recommend you taking a listen, especially, like I said, if you're our age and you, you have these restless um, moments. Um, there's so much that I want to accomplish and I feel Mm -hmm. like uh, I get into these ruts where I feel like I've wasted time because there's so much I want to accomplish but to hear that let me know that I still have Mm -hmm. plenty of time to uh, work on those those things and see what uh, what we can accomplish together exactly Our less discussed topic is about a video we saw online with the caption, Greatest Marriage Advice. We're going to share that clip with you now. This is the best relationship advice that no one has ever told you. When I was about to get married to my wife, I asked my parents, what is the one piece of advice that you would give to me in regards to having an exceptional marriage? My parents were married for 33 years before my mom passed away. I never heard them raise their voice to each other. They loved each other dearly, and they sacrificed for each other in a lot of different ways. And my mom said to me, make plans 
and make love. I laughed because obviously the make love part, but I asked her, like, explain make plans. And she said, make plans to grow together, to travel together, to chase dreams together. And she said, you may have different jobs. You may be in different careers. You may be working. She may be at home or vice versa. Always make plans together. And then she said, and make love. That's self-explanatory. All right. Make plans. Make love. Make love. Yeah. Hmm. And I think you found that and shared it. Yeah, yeah. What was it that stuck out to you? Well, I, I think what stuck out to me was the the when people uh, oftentimes get married, you know, people make plans for the wedding. They make plans for, you know, what, what the color is going to be, what are the, you know, how many people are going to be in the wedding, they make all these different plans for the day, but oftentimes they don't make plans for the life of the marriage, mm -hmm. you know, um, as far as like what what is our desires, what are our goals, and I think a lot of times people have individual goals, but what mm -hmm. are the together plans? Right. And I think that's where a lot of times people end up dropping the ball, you know. So that stuck out to me pretty, pretty good. For me. Um, what what got me was if you're making plans together mm -hmm. then you have a better chance of staying together exactly if, if you're making plans together that means that you intend on carrying those out together mm -hmm. and so if you're making plans together that's just more of a chance that you're going to stay together. Yeah, so that, yeah. that stuck out to me. I, yeah. I like the simplicity of it, but mm -hmm. also there's there's depth there because if we're planning a future, it's hard to uh, it's hard to walk away from that. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, and like, you know, I think of things, you know, we probably went through our life uh, planning trips. Mm-hmm planning, you know, well, what are we going to do with the kids when we go off? Uh, what are we going to do about this? Uh, we plan, you know, uh, well, if we're going to get a car, how we're going to, how we're going to get it, we made those type of plans. But, you know, I think that having those in-depth plans, of what are we going to do at this stage in our life? What are we going to do once the kids are out of the house? Right, <laughs> you know, right. Those things should probably be discussed to see where you know where where people are because there there's going to be that life after the kids and people need to be thinking about that seriously i think that that's one of the things um for for us very early into it mm -hmm. um there was an understanding of you know yes we have kids but they're, they're not going to be here forever. Right, forever. The forever exactly. part is you and I. Exactly. And from early on, we worked on us so, mm. so that we would have that connection there so that when the kids are gone, it wouldn't just be okay now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that maybe that's why this stood out to us because we have made plans mm -hmm. um, together and, and we always um, put each other first because we knew yeah. you know you and I will be together the kids we're preparing them to go off and, and have their own life mm -hmm. um, but you and I will be here and 
I, I think that it's, um, it's, it's sad to me when I see couples who have been together for um, 20 plus years yeah, yeah. and once the, the kids start growing up and they realize that yeah. they've grown apart, right. you know, you, it makes you wonder throughout the years how much effort were you putting into right. into your put, marriage. They didn't put the effort into each other. It was right. what the kids have going on and then slowly before people realize it, they end up becoming roommates more so right. than, than right. a married couple. And then they tend to, you know, start doing things separately, doing things on their own. Mm -hmm. And when that's that's another key, you know, making those plans to, you know, plan to make dates, plan to have that time together. Right. Away from everybody else, away from the kids, away from everyone. Just having that time alone with one another to reconnect. I think, too, that a lot of times um, we make it so, like you hear people say, oh, you have to date your spouse and you have to have date night. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to spend time together. And a lot yeah. of times, like you, you call it date night and you put these expectations, right, then right. it's like if we can't go out to dinner at this place at this time, then it's not a date night, so we're not doing it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas you focus on spending time with each other so that you're creating mm -hmm. a connection, you're creating a bond. Um, I know for me, like you mentioned the podcast earlier, for me to have that shared um, yep. project with you. Exactly. To where even though... You know, we, we've kind of fallen into our different roles and things, mm -hmm. things that you manage and take care of, things that I manage and take care of, but we're still working on the same end project. Right. And that has been, it's we're, been we're fun to... Planning it together. Right. So it's like, you To know, work on that with Talking you. about the episodes, talking about, and also, I know for me, talking about each episode, how we're going to structure it, mm -hmm. um, helps us to talk about those things that can cause hindrances in relationships. Right. And it allows us to recap and think, okay, you know what? Now now I see what you said, you know, right. ten years ago. Right. That, that makes sense now. Then I didn't see it at, at twenty five. Right. Know? And it's also that, you know, brings us to we are not um nobody is saying that we have uh, crack the code and right, and that, right. that everything is perfection, mm -hmm. but just that um, when you, put, you get out what you put in. Yes, yes. And definitely, so definitely. we made the commitment to each other to put in to our relationship, and we we get out what we put in. Yep. So. Exactly. And, and and make that plan. Um, focus on making those plans to you know. I, I don't understand it, I guess, you know, people have just that hectic careers, but, you know, people make plans to chase the bag, so to speak, <laughs> and make plans for their careers, this mm -hmm. one, we got one to do, well, you have to make plans to develop that relationship, develop that time, right? and that has to fit into it in order for your relationship to be successful. Right. I think that a lot of times, you know, careers, things like that, these personal goals, they're great, don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, when you 
clock off for that job or, you know, when you get done being the attorney or the doctor or the, the garbage person or, or the teacher, whatever your profession is, you sit home and the kids are at bed and it's mm-hmm. just you and your spouse. What does that time mean Right. at the end of the day? Right. All right, well. Thanks for joining us on this journey once again. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, YouTube, Beyond I Do Podcast. Until next time, (laughs) we will holla at y'all.